Glad that you guys are jumping on right now. My name is Alex Hershey, and I'm the pastor of the Branches Church, and I am uh, excited to be with you today as we are in the second season of Wake Up With Alex as we go through the book of James, and we are on episode four. So we are uh, just moving along, but uh, also these are about 10 to 15 minute segments where we just look at the book of James uh, through this time. And so I encourage you, if you have not been following along so far, if you're new to the program, uh, you can go back and watch the, the first three episodes or if you've missed one as we go. And our goal here is to just begin our day by reading scripture, by praying, and our goal here is just to sort of read uh, slowly through the book of James so that we can see what uh, is going on here. So I encourage you as you listen to take notes. I encourage you as you listen just to, to uh, chew on uh, a few things. I talked about this last week in my sermon. Uh, I talked about how we can chew on the scripture so that and as we do that, it'll penetrate our heart. And that's actually something that Eugene Peterson said. So anyway, I'm glad that you're jumping on this morning as we keep going. And uh, yeah, good morning, Kelly. Uh, as we uh, as we jump into uh, chapter two of the book of James. So I just want to say if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, please send them my way. Uh, I love to uh, interact with you, and so please uh, feel free to, to send me a message in, um, uh, on, on Facebook or, or wherever, and uh, I would love to interact with you if you have any questions about what I say or any prayer requests. Well, great. I am going to jump in and uh, read, uh, pray, and then we're going to read through uh, the first 13 verses of chapter 2. Would you pray with me? Dear God, thank you so much for your amazing grace. Thank you for how you work upon our hearts and our souls. Thank you that even in moments where we feel like there are dead ends, you always make a way. You never leave us, you never forsake us, and you never abandon us. You are always there with us. So open our ears and our hearts to hear a word from you so that we can put our faith into action so that we can live deeply for you. We can find hope when we feel hopelessness. We can find comfort in the midst of grief. So God, right now in this day, let us connect with you and stay connected with you throughout the remainder of this day. In your name we pray, amen. All right, well, James, uh, James 2, is uh is is just a continuation of, of obviously just moving forward but now what we're going to see is james is going to get really uh particular and to the point about certain topics so this is why some people just don't like the book of james because it's too direct and so uh but it's sort of nice sometimes to have someone be direct and so i think that's what makes james the book of james sort of as john wesley said the antidote the what we need and following Jesus and living out holy lives. So here we go. James 2, 1 through 13. It says, My brothers and sisters, do you with your acts of favoritism really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes come into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, Have a seat here, please. While to the one who is poor you say, stand there, <clears throat> or sit at my feet, have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judge with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters, 
Has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith and to be heirs of the kingdom that has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. It is not the rich who oppress you. It is not they who drag you into court. It is not they who blaspheme the excellent name that was invoked over you. You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scriptures. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. For the one who said, You shall not commit adultery, also said, You shall not murder. Now if you do not commit adultery, but if you murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak, and so act, as those who are to be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment will be without mercy to anyone who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Woo! There's some loaded verses there, or verses in James, and he hits right to the point. He begins by talking about favoritism, uh, saying as followers of God, are we to show favoritism? And we see that this is something that if anybody had Old Testament ears, which probably they did, they would know the answer. They would probably think of Joseph uh, and how Joseph was showed favoritism amongst his brothers. And it didn't go over well for him. The other brothers became very jealous. Favoritism is not a good thing. We shouldn't have a favorite kid and we shouldn't have it. It's not something that God has designed for us. But what James uses here is the favoritism. If you would have someone over to your house... And someone was shown up, show up with all the fancy clothes on versus someone who shows up without the fancy clothes on. How would you treat them? How do you interact with people in your daily life? Do you have the assumptions as you look at people? You know, the teachings of Jesus consistently go back to how do we care for the poor? How do we care for the least of these? You know, it's still hard. It's still hard in this day and age. Uh, and it's something that was a struggle then. We put people in, in, in categories that we need to learn as followers of Jesus not to do. And so James is here just sort of just drawing that out of us. You know, hey, how are you treating everybody? And he does, he does the most common thing. How do you treat the person who shows up in a limo or the person who shows up in a beat up uh, Astro van? I don't know. I just, uh, but anyway, you know. Uh, and so how do you how do you treat people uh, in that? So that's the first thing. It's sort of James gets our brains going there of, oh, do you show favoritism in your life? And in what capacities do you do it? Because this is not a characteristic of one who is following, uh, follows God. He then goes on and he talks about uh, something that I think we do really need to understand is, is the contrast in our lives of how do we interact with rich and the poor? And I think what he's showing here is that he doesn't want us to be people who are uh, neglecting of those who are in need. Uh, but also what he's saying is this, if you have faith, you have to put it into action. If you have faith, you need to put it into action. How are you behaving? How are you living? You need to live out your faith. And in doing that, that means you need to go, and he says this, he brings it up to the, to the in verse 8, he brings up, the, the royal law, I like how he says it, the royal law, according to all of Scripture, is that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Wow. So if you were to live out 
uh, your faith. You are to love your neighbor as yourself. This is the great commandment. Goes on in verse 9, he says, in another way of saying favoritism, he says, you shall not show partiality. You shall not show partiality. And if you do, he, James is as bold to say that it is a sin. It is a sin. And then he goes and he compares it. If you fail to keep, not, do not keep the whole law. This is James really hitting home. This is why people can get little, ugh, but people who seek holiness really love this book. And he gets at it. He says, whoever keeps the law but fails at one point becomes accountable for all of it. That sounds daunting, doesn't it? Thank goodness for grace, but this is also the challenge that we are to live into. We are to live out of our old lives and into live into a new life. And when we live into that new life, we want to live out holiness. So we have to ask ourselves, uh, do we treat certain sins differently than others? And they, James brings up, I think, two big ones just to sort of make a point. He says if you commit adultery or if you commit murder, you know, um, either, either way, you know, but... I think we have to evaluate our lives. I don't have to evaluate my heart. It's what is the sin that I need to avoid, that I need to flee from, need to get rid of? And, and do I say, well, at least, you know, the famous line, at least I don't do what they do. That's not how this works. It is saying, Lord, I want to be holy as you are holy. If I judge people, if I tell the little, little whittle, the little white lie. Oh my gosh. Because all sin in the eyes of God is one that pulls us away from the faith in action piece. Oh my gosh. James is hitting us hard this morning. That's okay. We need to listen to this. We need to hear this. We need not to be able to just say, but at least I'm not doing what they're doing. Rather, we need to say, at least I need to love them. As much as God loves me, and I need to pursue holiness the way that Jesus has called me to. And then we get to the end, and I'll wrap this up. And I just think this is really important for us to continue to hear. Is uh, well, wait. Actually, before this, I want to just bring up that was as James is saying this, he's definitely bringing up Leviticus 19. Um, and just something that I saw here about knowing the law and knowing how to love and knowing that we aren't show, supposed to show partiality. But he looks, glances back at 19 and he says, I'm just going to read this from a commentary that I really like. It says, it makes it evident that loving one's neighbor involves things, uh, this whole passage involves things like promoting a just legal system, attending to the rights of the poor and caring for immigrants. We cannot say that we love our neighbors when we do nothing to alleviate the suffering of the underprivileged and the vulnerable in the world. Hmm. James is powerfully making it known. I, I believe that James is probably talking to people who think they have it all together. That's what I think. And he is pointing out to them that maybe they need to continue to be refined by the teachings of Jesus and grow. I think that. And that's something that I think that's why we need to hear this. The last thing that we see here then in verse 13 is he says, For judgment will be without mercy to go mercy to anyone who's shown who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. One who refuses to perform God's merciful works to others cannot expect to receive mercy from God. Oh. Mercy is a big thing, and we need to extend it and we need to share it. If we do not give mercy, if we do not give love, if we do not give grace, if we do not put our faith into action, 
there are consequences. But it's true. And so let us, let us, as we've heard this word, right? And we heard on Wednesday that we need to be doers of the word. What we hear is what we need to do. We need to believe what we need to do. If we want to continue in our faith, we need to act out our faith. James is now breaking this down for us. And he's starting to say, if you want to act out your faith, you will not show favoritism. You will care for the poor. You will care for the immigrant. And you will extend mercy instead of judgment. All right, guys, that is the the message for or the yeah the message for the day, the scripture of the day. Isn't it powerful just to read thirteen verses of the Bible and it can hit our soul, it can connect with us, and and we can really see how God is growing in our hearts and wanting us to share his love with others. I pray that this weekend that, that we are entering into, that you will take time to worship God, that you will take time to praise him for what he is doing in your life, and that you will share the love of Jesus with someone this weekend that you will extend the love of Christ to someone this weekend. All right, guys, I hope you have a great day. Uh, Go with Christ's love and go with his light and be his uh, follower in these days. Blessings upon you. Have a great, great weekend. All right, see you guys. Bye. Happy Friday.